Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast <clears throat> number 821, March 30, 2022. It was 83 degrees on this day in 1968, and it was three below in 1923, and we have ice outs. Minnetonka went out on this day in 2019 and last year, and White Bear went out on March 30 uh, uh, in 1946. Wow. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. CI uh, girl Julia writes, at the risk of repeat sentiments, I posted the following comment on Facebook. My heart raced as I listened to Rookie's confession on Monday's short podcast. He reminded me of my blushing students nervously telling me that they are missing an important assignment. I hug and reassure them so that they are assured of my love. With exception, though, GLers know that Joe doesn't hug, and then he might very well have come over to rat Matt's side of the table to stab him in the heart with a pencil. Yes. So today, this CI girl was definitely relieved to hear Rookie again and to know that he did not get fired. I embrace the show's loyal golden retriever almost as much as I adore our fearless fake mare. Always enjoy when Rookie returns to the show. Good luck. Sometimes, Julia, we enjoy it. Sometimes we don't. Correct. <laughs> And uh, as far as me being fired, that's already happened, so you don't need to worry about that anymore. <laughs> no. I just. Uh... But thank you. I, I, I lo- again, I'm a, a referred to as a, a canine in, uh, in Vince Flynn's book. Uh, there you were. Sushere was walking his dog, Rookie, and now I'm the, uh, the loyal Labrador. Tom writes, uh, Joe, uh, Tuesday's po- Podcast brought to mind a little game I like to play while pondering the decline of our culture. Is it evil or is it ignorance? You read a story about John Marty's baffling gun control proposal. Marty honestly seems to believe that 16-year-old carjackers will be deterred by rigorous firearm training requirements. (laughs) As you and the crew pointed out, Marty is undeterred by the fact that 16-year-olds can't purchase handguns, and the vast majority of handguns used to perpetuate crimes are obtained illegally. I've lived in the Twin Cities area for nearly three decades, and I swear Marty's name has been in my consciousness that entire time. For someone in the public eye that long to be so willfully ignorant is unconscionable, and I hope you will invite him on your show to justify his ridiculous proposal. I don't want to talk to him on this show. What could he possibly say? There's to no sway. way to justify that. So right, right. let it die a peaceful death, I hope. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday's show, you discussed Justice Clarence Thomas being judged by the behavior of his wife. The Wall Street Journal had an editorial wherein Amy Klobuchar was quoted as saying Thomas's wife supported a violent insurrection on January 6th. Never mind that that is simply not true. Worse, we have a long-tenured senator committing the cardinal sin of the mystery, eviscerating the reputation of a woman. Let me make sure I understand. When Senator Klobuchar goes for a woman's throat, it's statesmanship. If you I call into question the intelligence of Kamala Harris, it's racism and sexism. That, in my opinion, is willful deception, which, if the book of Genesis is to be heeded, is the very manifestation of evil. Evil or ignorance? Maybe the real question is, does it matter if the result 
is the same. Hmm. Very interesting perspective. That's called the double standard? I think so. Okay. Uh, I've only... Does anybody here have a MasterCard credit card? I do. Uh, yeah. I do. In fact, my uh, Hubbard I Credit do. Union yeah. card is a MasterCard. My debit card is a MasterCard. I just used it this morning. But I think I also have a regular credit card for a MasterCard. There's a new MasterCard that will monitor your carbon footprint. What do you mean? So, well, I, I don't have a master's card, and I certainly will never have one. Okay, now. Clem. Yeah, I don't have a master's <laughs> card. Master's card. What did I say? Master's, master's card. card. Master's card. <laughs> Do you have the green jacket? <laughs> I don't have a master card, and now we'll make sure never to have one. Uh, how will they? Auto manufacturers, this? companies, and governments increasingly have the power to track our. This is from the American Thinker to track our every movement and prevent us from driving our own vehicles. Supposedly, Democratic... Wait a minute. How do they prevent us? They have the power to track our every movement and prevent us from driving our own vehicles. So if I... If we I haven't reached to, that point yet, have we? Not yet, but... So what do they mean? If I'm at a gas station, they're saying, hey, your quota on your MasterCard uh, of $400... I'm going to get month. to that. Oh, okay. I wish you would. Supposedly, Democratic governments can lock us down or even freeze our bank accounts on a whim. See also Canada and Trudeau. In this increasingly dystopian world, large multinational corporations are working hand-in-glove with governments to reshape society and their preferred image, garden-variety citizens be damned. To that end, MasterCard and the United Nations have joined for... Yeah. Boy, if I don't see you get, get a card out. out right now and a scissors, I don't know what to think. <laughs> to that end, MasterCard and the United Nations have joined forces to produce a credit card that measures your carbon footprint. Once you reach your limit, you can't purchase anything else, at least with that card. What's next? We may not want to know, but perhaps I'm too cynical. What could be the downside? Would it prevent the cardholder from purchasing, say, cigarettes? Put a cap on how much you could spend at a liquor store? Ooh. If we're trying to order uh, Glenn Beck's new book, The Great Reset, from BarnesandNoble.com, would it generate a message like incorrect purchase, authorization not allowed? You're scaring me. I see that in the future. If we wanted to use it to pay for our subscription to the New York Post, would a pop-up notice appearing transaction disallowed inappropriate material? I guess the consumer had best read the fine print on the cardholder agreement. This card not authorized for transactions at Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby, and certain other retailers. That's Ooh. that's in jest. That yeah. was yeah. right oh, okay. in jest. Okay. Knowingly or not, we are gradually ceding complete control over our actions and very lives. The powerful and elite already control the media, academia, and perhaps even our election process, if not the outcomes. They attempt to control our thoughts and emotions. They try to control our fear with crises, legitimate or contrived. They can dial it up or dial it down based on who's in office and what they wish us to believe. And now they are working on developing transmissible vaccines. That'll show those of us whom they dub vaccine deniers. I am not one. Don't wish to be injected with an experimental gene therapy? Too damn bad. In the halcyon days of your vaccines were to prevent transmission, not promote it. Okay, John uh, and I were talking before the show, and apparently this is not new. It's just MasterCard's current update. You've seen I mean, this as far back as 2019. Yeah, and it's not even an update. It's, yeah. it's from 2019. Uh, and the other uh, part of it is it's voluntary. It's not – you don't 
automatic. If you get that card, yeah, you can you can set it up however you want. Well, what? How would they? Who and how is it be determined if you reach your carbon limit? Well, there's uh, that's a good question. It doesn't address uh, you know. I, I suppose buys at what gas stations, uh, car dealerships. I don't know. Can you buy a yeah. car with a credit card? Yeah. That'd probably kill your carbon footprint you'd, right you'd there. You have to be really. <laughs> Matthew, um, you have to have a good limit. It, this isn't in place on our credit cards, are they? From the credit union? Uh, they are not. They're. Uh, you may have a a limit, a daily limit, but they're not uh, monitoring what you're. We're not monitoring what it's you're. Depraved. It's, it's my, depraved. But my daily limit is set by me. Right. Correct. It's probably well, at 250 or 500, and you can raise it as high as you want. They can do that at the credit union. This card is also set by you, though. It so doesn't you would, automatically. You would be, well, today so it is. You would be well, someone that is so woke, you would order that card. Correct. But it would, it would seem you wouldn't be cut off because you would be of the mindset to say, I'm, I have my electric car and I don't buy a lot of gas. It's, it's a vanity card for, for woke oh. environmentalists. Okay. For woke fools who are more than happy mm-hmm. to turn over their spending decisions to a third party. Mm-hmm. Well, they're That's, idiots. Right. We're idiotic. suffering too much insanity in this country. <laughs> why do we accept that as the norm? I mean, and then why does this, I know it's 2019, but why, why did this make the news? Why did they feel they need to come out it, with a card that says this? It looks like they don't. It looks like every year since 2019... Uh, websites will pick up the story. Websites who have an interest in promoting an agenda. Do you, know, you, do you know what an ESG score is? Environment, ESG. social, and governance? No. Okay, MasterCard obviously does. Do you know if the credit union you work with uh, has that, an ESG score for its clients? As president of the board, I do not know that. That's like John Dillinger being put in charge of a bank. <laughs> And well, course, I, I will never own a MasterCard uh, product, a uh, uh, card. I just won't. The hell well, won't. Uh, Even you, though I realize you're, you're trying to tell me this is for woke fools, uh, well, how long before it encaptures everyone and it's every credit card company? You are well. in a credit union. Yeah. So if you have a credit union debit card, you have a MasterCard. I and don't I have be, a debit card. As president of the board, I will be overlooking your, your paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a, a debit card. Uh, and well, if yeah, I you do, do, it's never been activated. You, you would from your checking account. And it's sitting on a shelf unit. somewhere. It's never been used. Well, okay, you didn't activate it then. No, but you do activated. have one from the credit. I don't account. want one. Well, they, I mean, I got it despite my uh, desire right. to not own. You're like one of those guys, uh, like in the 1930s when automobiles had been around for 40 years, you're still going into town on horseback. Yep. Yeah, What's up, Doc guys. Baker? How you about, how about some new dentistry? You okay? We got the foot pump going there today. I went to the dentist today, and it was the worst driving conditions I've uh, we've experienced all winter. What'd you get fixed? Wow. What a clown show. Yeah. I saw a tree in a ditch on uh, what used to be known as 110 out to Invergrove Heights. That's now 62. Yeah, it's an extension of Crosstown. And it was uh, harrowing. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. People were just driving like assets, too. How about the fact that I asked Joe, what did you get worked on? And he just goes, uh, a thing. And he points to his mouth. <laughs> like, he's going to point to his feet because well, the Well, dental- what do you want? Well, who cares? Well, I, I just I had like a re- routine dental appointment for a little crown repair. Okay. Okay, you went for crown repair. Thank but you. But no one needed to know that, apparently, except you. I'm afraid. I went to the dentist years ago. In preparation for a crown, and he put the base in, yeah. and I never went back. 
Well, that's so typical. I have like a top off here. That's typical. Yeah. What do you mean that's typical of my mouth? Kenny, were, when you monitored traffic today, was it troublesome everywhere you looked? I couldn't believe it, Joe. Yeah. Everywhere. It was it just was terrible. And people people were really driving like idiots. I mean, going way, way, way too fast. You know the overconfident crowd. I've got all-wheel drive. Yep. Why are these uh, idiots driving so slow? And then they, they go into the ditch. They spin around. They take a couple of people with them. I was getting angry that I found myself following such slow drivers, and then I would see a car in the ditch and thought, yep. what the hell, I got time. Yep. I got time to get there. Take your time. I'm in no hurry to get a drill in my mouth. 40 or less. 40 or less when it's slushy like this. And here's the deal. Keep your foot off the brake. Oh, the yeah. brake is not your friend. If you are coming, uh, what is it, 52. I came. So that's northbound 52, the Lafayette Bridge. Yeah. Uh, that middle lane is sheer ice in the yes. middle. So if you're on that. stuck there this morning, Matt. Yeah, if you're on that, don't get that normal clog up. Slow down because it is sheer ice. All right, let me, let me take you back to MasterCard. Okay. Uh, do yeah. what you will, people. I personally will never uh, be a MasterCard customer. And I, I would heed a GL prediction that these corporations are at the beck and call of of Mysterians for some reason. We have to analyze that one of these days. And we're kidding ourselves if we don't think this will come to Visa and everything else. Well, but okay, here's my, here's why I think you sound a little paranoid. I'm sure there, I do. There are a thousand MasterCards. I don't even kinds. know what that means. There's a when thousand you... different banks, a thousand different kinds of MasterCards. One has this feature. Okay, John, I, I appreciate you're willing to be... Uh, so unnerved, uh, but I think things are happening that we don't understand, and I think the day is coming when my credit card will be used to judge my social standing in the kind of society that Mysterians want to create. I think uh, in the immortal words of uh, Paul Simon, paranoia strikes deep in the heartland. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I ought to beware. Yeah. Well, John, they were right, but it didn't work. I, I, I'm I'm always shocked by your willingness to just chow down on whatever spoonful of BS the government Munch shovels your way. What, this you has just, nothing to you do just with the eat government. this stuff up. You, you just love it. This I bet you use your phone for purchases, too, don't you? You got it all right there in your phone. Use, you show it to my them. phone. I use my computer. I use, yeah. No, I, I mean, you flash your phone at the cashier. Oh, you wave it? Oh, God, God, no. God, no. Touch? No, no. Apple Pay? When you no, carry MasterCard, you carry clout. John? Let's do it, Let's do it a commercial. Yeah, let me, let me try this again seriously. Uh, okay. Not necessarily to convert you, but to hopefully open your eyes a bit. In Canada... <laughs> The government successfully froze the bank accounts of truckers. That's true. What makes you think that in the future, corporations, well, if they still exist in a form that we recognize, what makes you think they wouldn't act in concert with the government to control your environmental behavior? We just did it to the Russians. And, yeah, which, John. again, has nothing to do with the environment, <laughs> but it's part and parcel to the attempt by the Mysterians to end the monetary world we all know. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't argue with that at all. Well, that's all I'm they saying. They would like to end it. But, but you're kidding yourself. If you, I'm kidding myself. Right now, I'm Visa and have been for 100 years. But uh, uh, If they uh, change, okay. I'm done with them. Okay, let me straddle John's side of the fence here. 
I get the feeling that you don't understand how this whole credit card – like there's a – there's a Delta credit card. There's a. I'm aware of that. For a home, a home. Maybe there's a Home Depot. Maybe there's I get a, Delta miles on my credit uh, card. There's a Bank of uh, Alexandria. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, yes. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure you understood. And I'm trying to make you understand that we're being naive if we think our transactions are so private they could never be examined or used. Oh, I think they're being examined and used now. Right, but, but I think I they'll don't. become examined and used for behavioral reasons. But okay. What we're, what, what okay. we're trying to tell you is one MasterCard does not represent all. Please just shut up. <laughs> Joe, Joe, let me, read, let me read to you what I bought this morning with Go. my MasterCard. Do it. Uh-oh. Hold on, I'm calling up the uh, order. Mm-hmm. Um... Two boxes, 100 count, rubber gloves. You. Um, two orders of push pins, 1,000 uh, push pins. So far, it Let sounds me. like an order placed by a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying now, if you're correct, Joe, you're going to be getting uh, a call. I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, part of, part of I was just reading about the card, too. And Kenny, those gloves are probably made with some form of petroleum, right? Yeah, they're uh, uh, right. There's a that, would, that is part of this. You you would have I don't know x amount on your your docket for, right. for what you can right. What yeah. you can and I and I I'm rejecting that out of whole. But but here's here's you're right. Here's, I don't have to have that credit card. How long you, you, before I do? Oh. How long before I do? John, I I think he's I think he's right. Kenny keeps playing both sides. I know. Yeah. Hey, hey, what side do you want, bro? <laughs> that way I don't have to take a side. Yeah. You should just keep fighting. Okay, I'm sticking to my side. I, I find Lock it alarming. Up. And and, and just because there's idiots that don't mind, they're the same people that say, I don't mind standing in line uh, to have my trunk examined at the uh, airport because I have nothing to hide. They're the well, same no, that's, people. No, I disagree. That's not how I am at all. I, I think that's a, a right that you cannot what have. Would you uh, usurped? <laughs> You bring a little steamer trunk to the airport there, buddy. You can stop making noises, too, with these funny noises. I'm not making funny noises. Well, you're making funny noises. I'm just uh, burning a smoke and having my tuna fish sandwich. I smell the fire in here today. Here's what's going to happen. Back back to the credit card. Back to the credit card. On track. Uh, This has become a story since 2019 once a year because some website pulls it up. We, and since then, I don't think we've added another card like this to the millions of cards that exist. So I don't think suddenly we're going to have, you know, the entire group of credit cards in the government take over our spending habits. You know, the people that I do what they want. The people I don't like are the people that volunteer for this. Oh, yeah, I'm woke. Yeah, I would do never this. do that. I These would are never the same people that go, uh, do I smell beer in your breath or... Or if you're drinking in the uh, drinking you, in the you movie guys, theater, you, you still this don't get it. This guy's drinking alcohol in the movie theater. <laughs> you still don't get it, do you? It, it's the people in, in high school that tattletailed on the cool kids. Yeah. That's who the woke are. Those are the guinea pigs that will allow the credit cards to expand that process. Right. That's so what you I'm still saying. don't get it. This no, is they're coming evil. for everybody. That would be my prediction. Not black helicopter. Not but the, look at everything we face. Yeah. And tell me gray, that's implausible. Gray helicopter, at least. Let's say, okay, it's gray. It ain't black. It's, it's gray. Darkening. The closer it gets, the darker it gets. Uh. Yeah, but were you guys yeah, Disney but? people growing up? 
Oh, yeah. Well, right too. Remember Spin and after. Marty, or are you too young? Does John remember Spin and Marty? I don't. No. Uh, I went up who Dis- played Spin and Marty. Because I think World. they had successful acting careers to some Spin degree. Spin and Marty. And it, it, it was a camp for kids in... Uh, you know, it was Western in nature. It was really neat. It, it, Such, it, I went to Disney World in Florida the year they opened. I've been there a couple times. I'm not going back. No. Johnny, did you get that or do you need me? Annette was on uh, oh, Spin and Marty. Yeah, well, the Disney kids, that they, they, that was their kind of their camp. They'd go to the ranch or whatever it was called. And, uh, Tim Considine, who if you probably would remember him if you saw him. He was on My Three Sons. That's, he, he was one. He, he was either Spin or Marty. Yeah. Who did he uh, play on My Three Sons? Uh, he kids. was the old, oh, the oldest brother. I think he was actually gone by the, you know, fourth or fifth oh, season. Okay. Uh, John Stollery, I don't know him. I don't know him he, uh, He's a former child actor and yeah. an industrial designer. So, uh, Harry Carey Jr. Huh? That can't be the Harry we know, is it? No. no. Uh, J. Pat O'Malley. I, I don't know who he is either. Well, well, listen Let's, to this. Now, here's here's anyway. Disney. Anyway, here's Disney today. Disney Parks are uh, axing gendered language such as boys and girls in their park greetings to promote gender inclusivity, according to a video of a company executive. We've provided training for all of our cast members in relationship to that. So now they know it's hello everyone or hello friends. Disney's diversity and inclusion manager Vivian Ware was heard saying in a video conference call recorded by City Journal's Christopher Rufo. Park goers will... Park goers will no longer hear ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in park greetings. We want to create that magical moment with our cast members, with our guests, she said. And we don't want to just assume, because someone might be in our interpretation, maybe presenting as a female, that they may not want to be a princess. Wow. The Walt Disney Company did not respond to Fox News' request for comment on this matter. It was reported last year that Walt Disney World in Florida removed a long-time greeting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from its Magic Kingdom fireworks show to promote inclusivity. It was replaced with a greeting saying, good evening, dreamers of all ages. All right. Nope. Disney employees walked off the job last week in protest of a perceived lack of company opposition to a Florida bill that prohibits teachers from providing instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade classrooms. Stop right there. That's that so-called don't say gay bill. Yeah. All right, here, let me read that again. Disney employees walked off the job last week. They protested what they perceived to be the lack of their parent company's Disney's opposition. In other words, they wanted Disney to oppose a Florida bill that prohibits teachers from providing instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade classrooms. Correct. I, I don't think people, uh, kids in kindergarten through third grade classrooms have to be subjected to any kind of sexual orientation. Unless it comes from their parents. Disney CEO Bob Chappick did not take a public position on the bill earlier this year but then apologized after backlash from the bill's opponents and vowed Disney would continue, would contribute millions of dollars to more LGBTQ causes. Boy, had easily pushed over, aren't they? Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed the bill Monday. Disney subsequently released a statement slamming the move. Florida's... You're talking kindergarten through third grade. Let them draw color, color some 
clouds in the sky. Make a little sun. What the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, Florida's House Bill 1557, also known as the Don't Stay Gay Bill, should never have passed and should never have been signed into law, Disney said in a statement. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members. The plus must include another six or seven alphabet letters, uh, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. I'm just stunned that people want and they want teachers, educators, whoever the hell it is, in schools to talk to their children of that age about sexuality. Uh, Ms. Jackson, could you uh, define a woman? Uh, no, I can't. Nope. Like can't. you said, um, learn your ABCs, your coloring, how to get along, how to be social, and everything else you do in those those grades. Don't awaken a sexual mind in somebody who's under eight years old. Okay, we're brain, okay. Developing brains are not ready for that. And if there's some sort of thing at home, let the parent, if you've got two moms or two dads, fine, let the parent do that. Right. Who is, uh, what forces have determined that this should be necessary? I Who is behind this? We learned yesterday talking about the school boards in Eau Claire that great national forces are behind it. Who are they? And and to what end? How, how are you helping a child uh, by introducing them to something they cannot possibly understand at that age? I don't know, Joe. I, I mean, they're, they're, for lack of knowledge, some sort of lobbyists. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't understand myself. I don't get it. I don't understand how people are so vehemently opposed to this. I don't want teachers and educators talk if I had a kid of that age. And if I found out it when my kid was that age, I think I would have pulled him out of there. Well, don't a... awaken sexuality in some kid under three or under third grade, younger than third grade. Excuse me. If you it. drop, norm... look at the look at the grip this movement has, though. Look at the grip. To the point where a Supreme Court justice nominee. Could you uh, define a woman for us? The no, grip. I'm not a biologist. And the grip is if you're opposed to this or if you come out and even try to have a reasonable argument, like everything else these days, you're uh, a white supremacist or right. you, you hate gay people or you're, tox you're a toxic male. It's always the same thing. No, I like kids. <laughs> well, that, that's my point. If you drop... <laughs> Uh, two young kids that are uh, black, Asian, and white, or three kids, they're just going to play. They're kids. They they learn uh, racism and, and sexism from society. I have plenty of these age group kids in my inner circle, and I have uh, all the opportunity I want to watch their behavior and to see how they're faring. And uh, I can guarantee you none of that's on their radar. Right. It's not on their radar. And it shouldn't be. No. Hmm. That's a shame. Uh, the hell with Disney. The hell with Mastercard. Boy, I'm not going to have any place to go and no way to spend money. <laughs> That's what the problem with Disney is. They are trying to be 
unbelievably woke. They have a, a talent working for that company. They put out great movies. Look at the uh, car manufacturers. I, I continue to be irate about that. They never stood up to this push. Oh yeah, yeah. we're we're we'll make, well, state of Washington wants all cars in the state of Washington must be electric by the year twenty thirty. I foolish. read that this morning. That's foolish. Good luck. <laughs> So, okay, what is the end result? So some little kid in the Congo can make your battery so you can feel better about yourself. But what's the end result there? In 2030, what will they do? People will just avoid being there. And, again, if you even try to have a reasonable discussion with them, you're a denier um, and every other thing they accuse you of. Nobody on that side is willing to have a discussion. I read today, uh, Germany, the largest economy in Europe, is going to face a shortage of, of gas, natural gas. And what would have prevented that is the United States remaining the largest producer of such things mm-hmm. and getting it to Europe. Mm-hmm. And we are, have a, an, an administration that is that all of us virtually are struggling to understand what they're doing. Well, that's because people haven't considered that what they're doing is they're participating in bringing about the mystery. Hmm. Frustrating. But gee whiz, Disney, come on. To the point where Disney employees started protesting and getting loud when Disney said nothing. Right. Disney just... Said nothing. Let it go. Didn't right. get involved at all. Didn't issue a statement. Disney employees got peeled. Well, there was a day when you could have anticipated with reason that a giant corporation like that didn't pay attention to legislation unless it was going to hit them in the pocketbook. I mean, they, you know, a legislature meets and passes bills and, uh, you know, 3M goes to work each day and Disney goes to work each day and Ford Motor Company goes to work each day and... And uh, Wells Fargo goes to work each day, and they really, that wasn't really any of their business. But you see what's happening as these corporations get melded into the political process, yep. and they themselves become politicized. Disney's got enough of my money when the kids I used to have were little. Thank God I'm not taking anybody to Disneyland anymore. <laughs> Never been there. Why do the trans crowd and maybe to a lesser degree um, gay and lesbian, why do they feel that it's hatred from somebody like me when, when I say something like, I just don't want kids under third grade subjected to any kind of sexuality at all? How do they read that as hatred? Well, I can tell you because they're not very bright and they don't know how to argue and they have no ideas to counter you. Okay, but in your real life, all of us here, right here in the studio and wherever, I know an unbelievably large amount of gay guys and lesbian females. Yes, do I. And I've never seen either any of those people be so offended like the people are in the news. They're gay, and it's, it's fine. We, everything's great. I think I have a way to answer you. How, I, I want to know, because everybody I know doesn't protest like that. What remains amazing and what I haven't been able to come up with an answer for is why does such a small percentage okay. of protected populations, so-called protected populations, get this kind of reaction? 
How do they have these triumphs day after day? That's my question. I don't, and I can't. Well, then I can't answer you. Well, they paint themselves know. as, and and maybe they are, maybe they're not, but uh, they're they're oppressed, and they have been. Yeah, but and they've all, been the subject to hate. But all those gays and lesbian people that you know aren't in your face like that. Well, completely off the topic, but not necessarily. Did you all read the Pioneer Press story today about the the new math guidelines for the St. Paul schools that must be heavy on the introduction of Native American aspects of life? Okay, that's fine. But what's that to have to do with math? Right. Two plus two is two. If you're an an Ojibwe or your name's Bill Johnson, two plus two is still four. You got him. Right. If you're counting eagles, you're counting eagles. Because... The failed academy has created the perfect setup for all these people to be failures because you're not going to learn math. You're going to learn victimization. You're going to learn oppression. You're going to learn uh, exclusivity instead of inclusivity. You've not been included. On and on and on. None of it having anything to do with math. In through the nose. I'm glad that we have the center of the American experiment in our midst. I told you yesterday, this is why we need them. Yeah. They've got better thinkers than most of us, and they're committed to helping make Minnesota a freer, more prosperous, and better governed state. They take on uh, the topics of the day, like education reform, like energy policy, health care, the state budget, with, which right now has that extraordinarily large uh, surplus of more than $9 billion. They uh, stage events. They bring in speakers. They they post papers. They uh, they think. It's a think tank. Oh, it's it's think Minnesota's tank. think tank. And they have been for more than 30 years. And I say they're needed now more than ever. And what I would do is take their uh, website and make it one of your favorites so you can check it every day, uh, AmericanExperiment.org. Right now you can you can go to the, uh, go to the uh, site and you can take a survey or sign a petition regarding what we exactly what sh- we should do with the $9 billion surplus. Uh, it would be the center of American experience position to put it back in the economy, which would help all people. Uh, go to the website, AmericanExperiment.org, and click on Take Action to Sign. And then when you check them, uh, it's a great magazine, by the way, and when you check the website, you'll learn of the people they bring to town for speaking mm-hmm. events. You'll learn of events they're holding, and they're all all worth your attention. It's the Center of American Experiment. It's AmericanExperiment.org. Most of the time we the well, How long is it going to take? It's going to take a long time. Here's Joe Sutra. Is that what we're going with? The liner and then yeah. dead air and then... A song we've no. heard a million times before? You're now listening to The Bumper. Now here's Kenny Olsen with Aim High Construction. It's the end of the world as we know it. And he feels fine. fine. Joe Suchere. AimHighConstructionMN.com can handle it. Three-car garage is easy. Tear down that crappy old garage. Slap up a new one with new concrete. Yes. Uh, floors in your foyer. Floors in your kitchen. Floors in your dining room, living room. Uh, no matter what your floor covering of choices, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, new siding, a new roof, a new sidewalk, windows, porch. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. They're going to do it all. Um, they did it for us in Minneapolis. 
me talk about that deck. Wow, what a disaster that deck was. And after they, they came over, they ripped the skin off. They did this, that, the other, put new fancy rails on. Best deck in the neighborhood. The point is, if it's construction-related, Aim High Construction MN is your crew from little projects to uh, big major remodels, ground-up construction, commercial, doesn't matter. Aim High Construction MN. Get on the phone and get on the schedule. I've used them before. I'd use them again. Again, aimhighconstructionmn.com. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Oh, yeah. According to the Chicago Sun-Times... As a secret unit of 70 police officers protecting her in addition to her 20-officer bodyguard detail. Hmm. 660 cops retired in 2021 under the one-time defund the police advocate. Lori Lightfoot was a tremendous defund the police advocate. She has a secret group of cops protecting her alongside her bodyguard unit of 20 people. The unit of 65 officers, five sergeants, and a lieutenant are providing protection for the city's mayor together with their bodyguard detail of 20 officers. The revelation comes after Lightfoot proposed slashing $80 million from the Chicago Police Department budget in 2020 during defund the police protests. The proposal was later scaled back and $59 million of the budget was cut. She has since denounced the movement and pleaded with the Attorney General to send ATF agents to the city for six months after it saw its murder rate jump to a 25-year high. Your thoughts? How are we supposed to have a functioning country with hypocrites like this? (laughs) Third rail. How are we supposed to have a functioning country with corrupt morons who don't know anything? How are we supposed to? We can't. We can't have it both ways. Here, Get rid of the cops, but I got 70 people who are watching my back. Uh, here, here, from the front page of today's Star Tribune. How are we supposed to have a country? Before sitting down with state officials last year to discuss a meals program, now under federal fraud investigation, <laughs> Mayor Jacob Fry was provided with a list of talking points that came from the woman at the heart of the alleged conspiracy, according to newly released records. Amy Bach, executive director of Feeding Our Future, drafted a set of talking points for city officials to use during a May 14 meeting with Heather Mueller, commissioner of the Minnesota Department of Education. Uh, At the time, the department had stopped payments to Feeding Our Future over concerns about what it called the organization's rapid and unexplained growth. Bach's main contact at City Hall, according to the records, was Abdi Salah, a former aide to Fry who was fired in Feb. And then we go on to get a recap of the FBI raid of the offices of Feeding Our Future, uh, where we found out about this incredibly significant alleged fraud. And my hat continues to be tipped to uh, Alpha News, the Star Tribune, Center of American Experiment, for not letting this go. But here, here's a mayor who probably thought... He had some sort of obligation to bring on board to his staff uh, this this fellow who has since been fired for uh, for a variety of reasons, including his alleged role with the feeding uh, the food fraud uh, conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Abdi Salah. You can't have a country with the people reacting. You got to hire people that are that are competent. You can't hire uh, people who allegedly might be crooks. 
You need accountability. You need to have a, a fail-safe in, in place so that this type of fraud does not happen. Lori Lightfoot, uh, who are you? You, you are, you're, you're nuts. Her, my, my take is on her and, and others like her that they're, the only reason they're there is to serve themselves, and their whole goal in life was to get into politics so they could comfortably ride the third rail. Right. They, they don't have any of our interests in, in their heart. No, and they've crafted for themselves, uh, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, these successes for themselves based purely on political identity, not ideas or achievements. Yeah. Purely on political identity. Mm. Uh, which it continues to be an amazement that Fry won. <laughs> he doesn't have any political identity except moron. <laughs> And I'm glad he won. Had he not, you would have been you would have been in worse shape. Yeah, that's sad. You think uh, you think the food fraud was big? It's pretty big. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's large, large and in charge. Uh, according to NBC, uh, many who participated in what prosecutors are calling the largest fraud in U.S. history, the uh, theft of hundreds of billions of dollars in taxpayer money intended to help those harmed by the coronavirus pandemic couldn't resist purchasing luxury automobiles, mansions, private jet flights, and vacations. Same thing with the alleged food fraud, only the food fraud now looks pale in comparison to hundreds of billions. They came into their riches by participating in what experts say is the theft of as much as $80 billion, or about 10% of the $800 billion handed out in COVID relief plan known as the Paycheck Protection Program. That's on top of the $90 billion to $400 billion believed to have been stolen from the $900 billion COVID unemployment relief program. Wow. Jeez. At least half taken by international fraudsters, as NBC News reported last year, and another $80 billion potentially pilfered from a separate COVID disaster relief program. Wow. I told you guys. I'm so lazy. Mm. I, I told I, you guys we could have filled out an application <laughs> from Garage Logic, the seat of Gumption <clears throat> County in Minnesota, and we would have gotten a check. There's not a doubt in my mind. We're underachievers, <coughs> is what we are. Yeah. We're, we're lazy. We're underachievers. Yeah. We don't care about getting rich when obviously it was so simple. I what think, a dummy I am. I think we're just lazy. We're not stupid. We're Kenny, lazy. Kenny it's is like campaigning to commit fraud. It's like <laughs> finding a wallet full of cash and then turning it in. What oh, the hell? Oh, oh, by free the way. money right there. <clears throat> um, there even, if the high, even if the highest estimates are inflated, the total fraud in all COVID relief funds amounts to a mind-boggling sum of tax, taxpayer money that could rival the $579 billion in federal funds included in Biden's massive 10-year infrastructure spending plan, according to prosecutors, government watchdogs, and private experts who are trying to plug the leaks. Nothing like this wow. has ever happened before, said Matthew Schneider, a former U.S. attorney from Michigan who is now with Honigan LLP. It's the biggest fraud in a generation. Most of the losses are considered unrecoverable, but there is still a chance to stanch the bleeding because federal officials say $600 billion is still waiting to go out the door. Well, it shouldn't go out the door mm. because you people can't administer it. Right. 
the Biden administration imposed new verification rules last year that administration officials say appear to have made a difference in curbing fraud, but they acknowledged the programs in 2020 sacrificed security for speed and did so needlessly. I'm not going to read you this whole thing. It's a long story. But are any of us terribly shocked? No. Not at all. Not in the least. The government doesn't know what it's doing because it's too big and no one is held accountable for this kind of mistake. And it doesn't follow the money. The government spent approximately $800 billion and provided $21 million loans to individuals, uh, said Haywood Dekovi, the CEO for government at LexisNexis Risk Solutions, which works with the government to verify identities. <clears throat> no one is exactly sure how much was stolen. An academic paper released last year estimated at least $76 billion in potential fraud, and the author said that was conservative. I could go on and on and on. It's it's uh, it's amazing. What what would we have asked for? I could have said we have, uh, you know, uh, twenty two city employees, yep, and uh, we have Gumption County workers yep. who are suffering <laughs> as a result of the pandemic. We'd like fifty million dollars to cover our costs. Okay, we got you. We'll cut your check. Okay, and you watch what would have happened. Let's say I did that. Yeah. I would have obviously not kept the money. I would have immediately gone to a Jay Coles or somebody and say, okay, here's what we did. Yep. Look what I got here. I got a check for $50 million from the federal government based on my application from a town that's completely made up on a podcast. Who'd be in trouble? You would. Me. Yes. So, not yeah. the idiots who sent me the money. No. I'd be in trouble. Yeah. Felonious yeah. activity, taking the money, wire fraud, uh, Cheating the government. But I didn't be... take it. I didn't cash it. I'm holding it up for news cameras to say this is your government. Here's here's my application, and they bought it hook, line, and sinker. And here's my fifty million. Huh. I don't think the government would have a I, sense of humor about I, that. I think the better hypothetical question is: Say you kept the money, mm-hmm. and there's five of us. Mm-hmm. Since it's your show, would we all get ten million, or would you keep say twenty five and split the twenty five between us four? Yeah, I think we're all equal partners. You keep forty-five and split the and rest split of the five between us. Give me How four, and, and the rest of you can. Split well, well, end. let's keep this thought. Let's say I did that, and we got fifty million. Yeah. Sure. Nobody knows it except us, and the in the morons in the bureaucrat who signed a check right. doesn't know us That's from the man paper. in the moon. That's paperwork. Okay. <clears throat> it's considered unrecoverable. Uh, that I don't understand. Where's the fifty million? Okay, you bought a car and a house. You still have a forty-eight, three million dollars, forty-three million dollars. There's going to be a like paper the, trail, but it does sound like from that story, uh, a lot of the money somehow ended up giving out, being given out internationally. Yeah. So it's it's not. Oh, professional professional got in on this. Yep. Yep. And said, "Hey, we hey, look what the U.S. is doing now. You know. Look at these idiots." You know, all the Cary Grants of the world, Who? Uh, what what role did he play as a criminal in, in Monaco? Uh, to catch a thief? Takes you know, a thief. Takes a thief, something Can like catch that. Catch a thief, it, yeah, This, this right. lit up the eyes and ears of international fraudsters. Yeah. They all got their taste. Hmm. Well. I don't think I would have gotten a Ferrari. I don't think I want a Ferrari. Too flashy. It's too flashy. No, it's not. It's, yeah, I just think they're a pain in the ass. Really? Yeah. Oh, the oil change cost fifteen hundred dollars. Well, go bleep yourself. That's stupid. Bugatti? <laughs> no, I don't want a Bugatti Veyron because they're not practical. What would I do with my stolen money? Lamborghini mm. Gelato? No, I don't like Lamborghinis. They you hit a bump in the road, you rip the frame apart. Ooh. Uh, 
Jaguar. I uh, probably would have gone back to Porsche or Mercedes. Oh, no, Jaguar? No. It's an Indian Jaguar. But no, oh, they can fly, baby. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we... Uh, Jaguar. Why don't well, we by come the way, back just, with... Huh? I, I don't want you to get emails, Joe, so I'm just going to say Porsche. Okay? Because yeah. we yeah. have emails. He knows how to pronounce it. He yeah, because they, they yell at me every time I say it. Is that P-O-R-T-I-A? Porsche? You know what? On the end, Rook, you know what is on the end of Porsche? What? You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Dupree. Thought I'd have to this morning, but there was really nowhere to make a move. But I made it, so. I'm glad you made it in. That uh, that long trek that you have to oh, make it. I thought when I went to the dentist. What did you have done again? Some crown work? Yeah, yeah. Here's John Height, but first Kenny, I bet. You done? Yeah. What do you got, Meat? Yeah, that was fascinating. What do you got, Meat? Thank you. I have a notion, and I, I, I want a seafoam product that cures everything in a vehicle. I want a seafoam product that fixes a bad water pump, that fixes a timing chain. You got a hole in your muffler. I want a seafoam product for that. Seafoam is—it's a miracle product, and it works in the gas, it works in the oil. Uh, but I want more. I, I'm asking more from my friends in Eden Prairie and Seafoam. Uh, I've got a weird noise coming. That I think it's coming. It's in one of my other vehicles. Uh, coming from the front, sounds like a water pump. Well, why can't I just open up the radiator, dump some seafoam in there, and that water pump cures itself? Uh, that is the case, though, if you pour it into the oil. Uh, that's the poor seafoam into your oil filler cap. It's going to knock loose the sludge. You do this before an oil change, uh, and you'll see the results in the uh, drain pan if you if you do your oil yourself. And of course, we all know what seafoam does in the gas tank. Gas prices, diesel prices, outrageous right now. We need to squeak as much mileage as we can out of these things, and seafoam is your ticket. It'll keep these injectors and carbs and everything else, throttle bodies running. Uh, keeping them clean makes them run much nicer. Hey, Meathead. Yes, sir. Stop talking for a second, please. Okay, I can do that. Did you see the picture that I sent you via the telephone? Not the movie, but the, the picture that I sent you uh, via I text. I haven't looked yet. But okay, if you zoom in on it, Gabe and I were in the garage. He was removing the front bumper of the Jeep. Yeah. And look at what product is in the middle of the garage. This is on his own. He grabbed the seafoam. Seafoam deep creep. Deep creep to loosen yep. right. the lug nuts yep. on. Right. Like I said, no, man. They would, uh, they, would, they would just be nuts. Yeah, whatever they are. That's why he was in charge. <laughs> There's a seafoam fix for almost everything. Yes. But, uh, but I'm asking you more want one, from You want one application. <laughs> I want more from seafoam. It truly is a miracle. A great company. Local fellas. Available the world over. And a wonderful, wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. And uh, this news brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. While students are back in the classroom in Minneapolis, not everyone's happy with the extended days that are making up for lost time. Uh, there were some tense moments last night when a group of upset students interrupted the school board meeting to raise issues as board members voted on the plan to make up lost class time by a vote of 5-2. to two. The frustration over the last few weeks boiled over at the meeting as students took over with megaphones and chanted, our schools. Several minutes later, the students were still yelling and chanting at the school board. At that point, Superintendent Ed Graff eventually 
just walked out. Many parent and students, uh, parents and students at the meeting pushed the board to vote no on extending the school year. Some argue not enough time has been given for public feedback. Others say extending class time will impact internships and other plans outside of school. Despite that, board members did decide to extend the school year with the last day of school pushed back to June 24th. Oh, my pla- God. Yep. Wow. This is plan- a- after adding those 42 minutes on each day. That's wow. As Rick said, the plan also calls for 42 extra minutes starting April 11th. Every day, 42 extra minutes. Hey, uh, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. If MPS falls behind the state's minimum instructional days and hours, the school board's lawyer says there would be both criminal and financial penalties for the school board. Let me go completely off topic, but I meant to ask you this. Oh, uh, so I had a angry. real volume problem trying to listen to our podcast yesterday, and I texted yeah. these two monkeys, and only Height responded. He had a bit of a volume problem, but apparently that was just me because we got no emails about that. I went back and listened to it. It was uh, at fine levels. Yeah. I didn't. I couldn't get anything going. I couldn't. Interesting. Anything. Are you done? Are yeah. you done with this? Something we weren't talking about yesterday. When do they go back into school? Do we know that? It's before uh, Labor Day, yesterday. isn't it? Yesterday. No, 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 no. Yeah, they were back after, in September. After oh. summer break, when do they go back in? It's before that Labor Day, isn't it not? It's either before Labor Day or the day after Labor Day. What was the date? June what? 24th. 24th. Oh, I'd just be beside myself with rage. Would you have been at that meeting chanting? Oh, I would have been out of con- They would have had to arrest me. What I do you want to do to make up the time? F them. Well, no, by law they have to, Kenny. That's F them. Actually, the greed of the union and shame uh, yes. on the Minneapolis teachers for doing that and yes. making it under the guise of uh, we're doing this for the children. That's why we this are. This is what you're doing for the children. June 24th, that's what you did for the children. Yep. Wow. You screwed them over. Well, how are you going to make up the time? They're so greedy. Bust the union. Okay. Stop going to public school. Put them out of business. God, I'm fine so angry. Oh, I'm just I'm done. No, I'm not done. There's more. Let me know when you're done, will you? I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, the man accused of killing four people in St. Paul, leaving them in an SUV in a Wisconsin cornfield, has been extradited here to Minnesota from Arizona. 38-year-old Antoine Suggs made his first court appearance yesterday in Ramsey County District Court, charged with four counts of second-degree murder. Uh, you might remember this story. A criminal complaint says witnesses saw Suggs out at the bars on West 7th Street with the four victims after midnight last September 12th. Cell phone data from that night led investigators to believe he killed the victims near the White Squirrel. Between 3.30 a.m. and 3.48 a.m., they all suffered gunshot wounds to the head. From there, Suggs met up with his father, 56-year-old Darren Osborne, mm-hmm. who allegedly traveled over to Wisconsin with Suggs in a separate vehicle. A farmer then discovered the SUV with the four victims inside on his property in Sheridan, Wisconsin. Osborne told police he didn't know there were bodies in the SUV that Suggs was driving until he heard about the incident on the news. But that Suggs then told him he had snapped and shot the victims on West 7th. Ramsey County prosecutors did charge the father with one count of abating, uh, of aiding an offender. He and Suggs were also both charged with four counts of hiding a corpse in Dunn County, Wisconsin. Uh, he had turned himself into authorities in Gilbert, Arizona back in September, and his extradition to Minnesota was delayed because he had outstanding criminal cases in Maricopa County in Arizona. Uh, right now he's in custody. His bail has been set at $10 million. His next court appearance is April 
Yeah. I'd also like to give the dad the... Uh, uh, we don't know that. Okay, there's so much, the there's so much violence around that I had forgotten about that one. Yeah. Now, this yeah, is a guy from out of town, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's back up. I'm, I'm still so angry. I, I'm surprised that you're willing to acquiesce so easily, Joe, and just say something like, well, what are they supposed to do? They have to fulfill a state law by requirement. I want to know. Then you've got to rewrite the law. I want to know, as a parent, what are the options? Can you pull your kid out of school and can that kid finish school the way your son did, John? Dylan, the last, what, year or two of high school, didn't even go Three. into school. Three years. How, how did that work? Explain that to me. Well, he, everything is online. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have, you, at the school that he went to, there's also teachers that he corresponds with every day. Yeah. Uh, and then he does his assignments, and that's it. That's, he turns I wonder, and he passes or flunks, just like a normal school. It was, do you, is that an option for Minneapolis-St. Paul? I have no I idea. You, you can do it anywhere, can't you? Problem yeah. is, in Minneapolis, uh, you, uh, especially in North Minneapolis, you may not have the um, time, family time invested in an yeah. online school. It's it's difficult enough through this pandemic for a lot of those public schools to get through this. There's so many battles you have to pick, and I, I really don't really give a damn about the Minneapolis school teachers anymore. And uh, I feel for the kids. Yes. I, don't, I don't have an answer for Kenny's problem. I am with Kenny, though. After being put through this pandemic... Not the where, JL teachers, by the way. I'm, I realize there no, are some sure. JL teachers. But the fact that these, these, uh, the union and the, the teachers and leadership chose to put these kids through this after what they've already been through and all care. the education time the lost. The union didn't give a damn. No, they, they didn't care. And that should be, they should be transparent about that, and they're not. Yeah, and the one thing that drives... Kenny, are you on? Kenny, hello. He's muted. He's You're not. Muted. We're not hearing you, Kenny. Muted, Kenny. As, well, he can't hear either. He said he must have got disconnected. Check well, one the two. Other, other thing that drove me nuts, and I'll never, never forget this, is the leader of the teachers making that capitalism yeah. remark. Yeah. For, gotcha. Oh my God! I mean, that's just right there. Yeah. Sealed that's when I said I, I got a, yeah. I got so many battles I'm fighting. I I'll see you later, sister. I really don't give a yeah. damn what happens exactly. to you. Well, it, it's the parents and the kids. I feel sorry for here, and the, the lie. Like I don't know. I lost you there for a second. The lie that you're doing this for the kids. You, you, you're liars. You, you didn't do anything for the kids. Mm-hmm. As Minnesotans woke up this morning, Mark Vandehei, that astronaut and Minnesota native, returned to Earth after his record-setting journey on board the International Space Station. Vandehei landed in Kazakhstan around 6.30 this morning with two Russian cosmonauts after some worry about his safe return. Uh, the Associated Press reports a small NASA team of doctors and other staff was on hand for the touchdown. Despite the differences on the ground between the two countries, Vanda High and the two cosmonauts came together in space as colleagues for their safe trip home. Uh, just before midnight, Vanda High, who grew up in the Twin Cities, boarded the spaceship to land, uh, and that uh, began, began his long-awaited homecoming after spending a U.S. record of 355 days in space. If you missed it earlier this month, uh, when all the trouble started in Ukraine, the head of the Russian space agency posted on social media threatening to abandon Vanda High on the space station as tensions rose. Those tensions were not seen on board the International Space Station. 
during the traditional change of command ceremony, the Russian commander on the space station said, people have problems on Earth, in orbit, we are one crew. Then the Russian cosmonaut and the American astronaut hugged as the symbolic space station key was handed over to a new commander. I heard that the touchdown in Kazakhstan was very nice. Uh, Mike Schoonover, Mr. Positive on the hotline right now. It's Positive Wednesday, after all. Uh, Mike runs Schoonover Body Works and Glass in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E, uh, basically on County E, just a short skip east of Lexington. And uh, Schoonover Body Works, the sole sponsor of Positive uh, Positive Wednesday here at GL. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Hey, Kenny. It's 10 I'm, days. I think, but, I, I think I'm doing better than you. You sound a little down in the dumps. Uh, I, I'm, I wish I had a screening for a heart attack right now, but I think it's heartburn, and I think I know who's causing it. Um, <laughs> And uh, 10 days, by my count, to, until your next heart screening in Lakeville, right? April 9th. You got it. Yep. Tell us more, please. Well, so we're, <laughs> we're really doing well on participants. We've never had more kids signing up, uh, you know, prior to a screen than we have right now. Uh, but we need, a few more, we need a few more medical folks to volunteer. Uh, mainly sonographers and, and uh, cardiologists or MDs. Uh, but we also need more girls to sign up. we got plenty of boys, and, and uh, there's a waiting list, actually, for the boys. Uh, but we want to see more girls signed up there, and I think it's important to uh, convey that uh, when the girls get screened, they are screened by all female uh, volunteers, medical and uh, non-medical volunteers. They are isolated away they are we have little gowns for them to put on and so it's really really private and um it doesn't hurt um it's not scary it's it's all good so glers if you got uh you know uh kids grandkids friends kids whatever uh especially girls who are 14 to 24 years old uh please have them go to playforpatrick.org slash lakeville and sign up for our screen a week from saturday uh, heart disease, correct me if I'm wrong, heart disease, that's an equal opportunity offender, right? It doesn't matter if you're boy or girl. Uh, there's a good chance, or I shouldn't say, there. there's a chance that either sex could get it equally, correct? Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely. And we're, we're, we're more looking for heart defects uh, at this point, Kenny, because heart disease could be a lifestyle type thing, uh, you know, how you eat, how you, you know, uh, exercise, all that kind of stuff. But the the effects is, is what we're looking for, and and we're looking for kids who are you know boys and girls, but but athletes and non-athletes alike because okay. just because you're an athlete, uh, you know, or or you're not an athlete doesn't mean that you may or may not have some type of heart defect. So, you know, kids are riding bikes, they're swimming, they're in the marching band, they're doing cheerleading. You know, everybody's an athlete, uh, whether or not they're in competitive sports or not. So stenographers and uh, cardiologists, and it's April 9th at Lakeville North High School, correct? Absolutely, yep. All right, Mike, and meanwhile, GLers, if you need glass or body work, uh, service work, oil changes, tires, uh, call up Schoonover Body Works in Glass, 80 years strong in Shoreview, family-owned, always 
one of the best shops in the metro, rated uh, rated wise. In our hearts, they're always number one. Thank you, GLers, for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Yeah, former former Cottage Grove School Resource Officer has pleaded guilty to more than a half dozen charges of criminal sexual conduct. Court records show 42-year-old Adam Pelton pleaded guilty to three counts of second-degree criminal sexual conduct, four counts of fourth-degree criminal sexual conduct. The complaint says Apple Valley Police started investigating reports of sexual contact at Park High School in Cottage Grove after female students said Pelton touched them over their clothing. Students also reported Pelton for requesting nude pictures of Snapchat and making inappropriate comments. After initially denying the charges, the complaint says Pelton said he requested the nude Pictures. As a joke, his sentencing is set for. <laughs> it's always a funny joke for students, right? Yeah, hey, just send me some your nude pictures. You got it. Okay. Uh, four days. Why after would you, you even have one? What a, a nude, nude picture. picture. It's uh, you know what? That's good. Joke. You know what? You know what? I don't have. <laughs> I've never had a nude me picture neither. of me. me neither. <laughs> you want to buy one? I got pictures. Of- <laughs> I want to buy one, though. I got pictures uh, of cars and boats. Yeah, I mean, I'd rip this by my life. I'd rather just have a talking just, frog. Uh, have a talking frog. <laughs> oh, I, you know what, Such? I'm going to send you uh, my no, uh, no. my Richard Nixon pick. No, I don't want to. I'll delete it without looking at it. <laughs> on occasion, Joe, uh, and I'll let you in on this, and you know, you'll probably get mad at us, but Kenny and I have a discussion where we think sometimes you're a little naive. So I'll, little I'll just bit. leave it at that. Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah, but I, I think... You know, what stops me from having any type of nude pick would be We're not talking humbleness. about you. We're talking about kids. I'm not, uh, you know, would be confidence. I guess that would, I You're don't not have confidence. Anybody. <laughs> Four days after the death of Dormer Taylor Hawkins, the Foo Fighters have canceled the rest of their tour, and that included a stop right here in Minneapolis. Uh, the band said, we're sorry for and sharing the disappointment that we won't be seeing one another as planned. Instead, let's take our time to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones close, and to appreciate all the music and memories we've made together. Uh, they were scheduled to play U.S. Bank Stadium as part of this tour on August 3rd. Uh, all those tour, uh, all those shows, by the way, have not been postponed according to their wording. They have been canceled. So we'll see where that goes. Maine Senator Susan Collins said today she will vote to confirm Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, giving Democrats at least one Republican vote, and all but assuring that Jackson will be confirmed and join the Supreme Court. Collins said in a statement she met with Jackson a second time after four days of hearings last week, decided she possesses the experience, qualifications, and integrity to serve as an associate justice on the Supreme Court. In a new interview published last night, former President Trump called on Russian President Vladimir Putin to release any damaging info he has about the Biden family. In an interview with Just the News, Trump published an unproven claim about Hunter Biden's business in Russia and asked Putin to release any info he might have on that. Uh, It's not clear that any material exists or if the Kremlin actually would have access to it. Trump said, I would think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. I think we should know that answer. Meanwhile, a rather interesting quote from a Russian television personality, Vegni Popov. He's the host of 60 Minutes, the equivalent of 60 Minutes, uh, to show he called for a regime change in the U.S. and said we should reinstall Donald Trump. Here's what, uh, here's what Ev- Evgeny said. It's kind of an interesting quote if you, you know, if you parse it. He said, it's time for us, our people, to call on the people of the United States to change the regime in the U.S. early and to, again, help our partner, Trump. To become president. Mm-hmm. Lord. Kind of, yeah. Kind of interesting wording. Mm-hmm. Question for you, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, how are you feeling about spring so far today? Yeah, not very good. Not, good. not very positive. No, I've got to, I think I've got about three, four inches on the ground up here. Ooh, really? Yeah, and uh, I I know I've gone out on a limb and uh, I've taken the rookie page to doing some of my uh, endorsements, <laughs> and I know I may have mentioned it's spring. <laughs> and it's never spring until we start talking about pro turf, and we have been talking about pro turf. But uh, believe it or not, things are going to get better quickly. This will melt away. If you do want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with pro turf, a Minnesota-grown lawn care company for 40 years now. Don't be sending that renewal contract back to the company that did lousy work last year. Give ProTurf a try. I promise you, you try ProTurf, you'll never use anybody else. You want service techs that have 20-plus years of experience. They've been servicing these same routes every year. They really get to know the lawn. Dandelion's gone. Uh, that happens right away with your spring application and the slow-release long-term fertilizers. It's going to green it right up right away. Get on the phone. Get on the Internet, professionalturf.com. Click on Estimates. Schedule that free lawn assessment. It's in person. They're going to show up, walk your yard. And then uh, while you're on the Internet, check out the projects they've done, both landscape and irrigation systems. They handle it all. Uh, everything can be done and done a lot better with professionalturf.com. A rather odd story from the Star Tribune, a motorist with cell phone cameras caught the action of a passenger waving arms and stumbling on top of a Maple Grove transit bus, posted them to social media. Uh, this is as the bus was moving, by the way. Minnesota Department of Transportation cameras also showed the passengers, uh, passenger lying down on top of the articulated bus as it traveled on westbound Interstate 94 near the Dowling Avenue. I'm not sure I'd call him a passenger. <laughs> Well, that might be a good point, yeah. A stowaway? Yeah, a stowaway. Okay. Oh, it's a hobo. They used, to do that. they used to do that on trains. Mm -hmm. He's a hobo. The Metro Transit Police and state troopers responded to calls about the person at about 4 in the afternoon and were able to stop the bus. Initial investigation suggests the individual exited the bus using a roof hatch, said Metro Transit spokesman Drew Kerr. He said the operator alertly and carefully pulled the bus over onto the shoulder. There were no injuries. Authorities say they are continuing to investigate the incident. John, thank you for using my favorite term. What's that? Articulating. Articulating. Too many people um, say bendy bus. And uh, bendy bus, that is not... Is articulated one with the accordion? Accordion. What, that's what I call yeah. an accordion. What are, you, what are you two, four? Are you, are you five? Yeah. An, accordion, an accordion, I can bus. understand. Yeah. No. An articulating no. bus, I don't know what that is. Is that a bleep you word? Yeah, I don't know what an articulating... That's well, something when you speak clearly. Accordion to Kenny, you should always say articulated. Sorry. Buses don't speak clearly. Did you just say according? According. Thank you. Accordion. 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 I'm really, really sorry I brought it up. <laughs> Bush Light has announced that Kira, a rescue dog from right here in Purim, Minnesota, has won its Bush Bark Bracket. This fall, Kira will be featured... Cute. Cure I like Bush Light. I love it. Will be, will be featured on more than 40,000 cans of... Bush Dog Brew. Bush. That's correct. It's a beer for dogs. Who makes Bush? Uh, Bush. Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser Anheuser In Bev now, I think. Yeah. The Dog Brew Why is a bowl. just have a bottle of water? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Bush is nothing. It's good stuff. Shut no. up. It's cheap. 
The dog brew is a bone broth made specifically for dogs. doesn't actually contain any alcohol, obviously. Kiro was, was found in a ditch at three weeks old by local police officers. They brought her to the local Humane Society in Perm, where she was brought home by a family the next day. The new dog brew flavor with Kira's picture will be sold nationwide starting this fall. There are car shows, of course. There are boat shows. There are RV shows. And now... Uh, Joe, you may be interested in listening to this. Uh, there's going to be an e-bike show here. Oh, I saw that. Uh, I e- saw that in the paper today. The e-bike challenge is yeah. a consumer show coming Saturday and Sunday to the Minneapolis Convention Center, featuring vendors showing off electric bikes, which now are available for test ride on an indoor track. It's all organized by Theo Jorna, a Dutch convention organizer who's organized e-bike shows throughout Europe. Jorna said he organized the first American e-bike show in 2019 right here in Minneapolis at the convention center, but he said he had to put the idea on hold for a couple of years because of the pandemic. I wonder if uh, Tim Bloom from our uh, uh, from EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake will be there with a display of his Bentelli e-bike. Uh, my guess was it would pique his interest. Yes. I think so, yeah. I would think so, yeah. Uh, eating two or more servings of avocado. You guys like avocado? Nope. No, thank you. Well, uh, eating two or more servings can cut the risk of heart disease by a fifth, according to new research. Is that the mushy stuff? Green. That's the green thing with the the, the, the not in the only way you'd eat it is with a, you make a dip out of it. I'll take a dip, I could have Then it's guacamole. I could have have a guacamole. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is an avocado the same as guacamole? You make guacamole out of avocado. Oh, okay. The study, published in the Journal of the American Heart Association, surveyed more than 68,000 women and 41,000 men on their diets over uh, every four years, over a 30-year period. Over the course, they figured out how many strokes and heart attacks uh, those folks had, and they figured out that the folks who ate avocado frequently slashed their risk of coronary heart, di- uh, coronary heart disease by 21%. Now, as, heart, as, as a heart patient, Kenny, I'm sure you've heard this too, they contain very healthy monosaturated fats. That means it's good fat. It helps protect them. It you tastes like Kenny? dog crap. Yeah, it's like sheet rock. I like it's it gross. guacamole. Which? Guacamole on a, on a burrito? I can eat it. I can't oh. eat cilantro. That's a different animal. That, boy, yeah, that's a, that's a DNA thing. Though, what right? do they say right? about they pickles, said? John? Pickles. We're not going there again. Thank you, John. John, you well, did not have a heart attack. Kenny, you did, correct? I well, I, I actually did. Now they're telling me. So. <laughs> All these times you I, fought us, Kenny. All I, these I, times you fought us. Well, it comes out. I five had, years I had, ago, I had, he's been bragging for five years and he never had one. Well, well oh, I love to, you, John. Just to show how time flies to you guys, it's almost nine years now since I had oh, the surgery. And uh, I did. Uh, they did a heart scan a couple years ago because uh, they weren't sure if anything was going on, and they saw there was a uh, oh. a, a scar on sure. my heart. And I said, "Well, doesn't that mean I had a heart attack?" And the nurse said, "Yeah, you probably had a heart attack." Yeah. I okay. said, "Great! Wow! <laughs> Just the greatest, wow. John." <laughs> yes. Well, with that, uh, thank you very much, John. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, we're going to uh, regroup and come back and uh, close out the show. Just the thing. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchuan. Moon Motorsports in Monticello, they've been outfitting us here in the Midwest with the very best in ATVs, side-by-side sleds, and bikes for 50 years strong in Monticello. 
Uh, we've already been seeing a ton of motorcycles out and about. So if you've ever wondered what the whole riding deal is all about, you've got to got to get up to moon it's motorized family fun for for one and your friends at moon our friends at moon they they can they can help us they've been helping to connect our families with the right street and dirt motorcycles for over 50 years ktm honda yamaha husqvarna uh and even all these euro brands that uh, we love so much ducati bm bmw triumph they're all on display there in the giant cathedral to motorized fun moon the moon showroom Oh, and they're also on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Don't miss on getting your new 2022. Stop by, swing a leg over one of them, make some uh, vroom, vroom noises right there in the showroom, and uh, you can talk to those brand experts. They've got a pair of them up there, Dave and Matt. Moon Motorsports, 50 years strong, family-owned and operated the whole time in Monticello, just off 94, 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Listen to this. The NOAA Space Weather Prediction Center has issued a geomagnetic storm watch and predicts the storm could reach level three on their five-level scale when the flares arrive around Wednesday evening. Earth's magnetic field shields us from any human health impacts, but while the storm may cause a few issues with satellite and radio signals, the most visible effect would be that colorful show of the aurora that could be visible at latitudes farther south than usual. They could be visible from, this is the Northern Lights, from Pennsylvania to Iowa to Oregon. Oh, man. But the weather nope. tomorrow night is supposed yep. to be lousy. I'm ever, never gonna, I see him once in my life. Aurora Borealis. I want to see if anybody, have you ever seen him? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, all yeah. the time. Nativity. Are you far playground. enough north to see them routinely, Kenny? Yeah. Um, tonight or tomorrow night? Tomorrow Jim? night. I saw him seriously at the Nativity Playground. I know you didn't tell me that. I guess I believe you. Yeah, I would not make that up. Suits, Thursday night, for you, mostly clear, low around 25. Yeah, but it's Wednesday night. Well, then that's tonight. That's tonight. Oh, wait a minute. Today's Wednesday. Huh? Oh, good Lord. Can't wait for for this day in history. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you're right, Suits. Tonight it's cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Solar activity has been increasing over the last several months as the sun emerges from the lull of its 11-year solar cycle and begins its trek toward the peak of the current cycle expected in 2024. Multiple sunspots are now visible on the sun's surface, and one of them unleashed a pair of larger solar flares about eight and a half hours apart on Monday. Okay. I really haven't missed it again. Probably the only I would say the only UFO I know uh, like celestial. What are they called? Celestial events. Yeah. But the only UFO I've ever seen uh, was it was in I don't know probably about 1975. Uh, there was a documentary on a blended family that had gotten together, and in the backyard there was a uh, a UFO uh, that had come down. Into their backyard, they were. Uh, he was an architect. She was a homemaker. They had a. Uh, uh, they had a maid. And in the backyard, there was a like a UFO sighting. And that one, that's probably the only actual UFO sighting I've ever seen. Are you but, sure that wasn't in the eighties, uh, Late seventies, I think it was. Uh, the, the, uh, what were their names? The Adams family. No, uh, it was. Um, what was their name? It started with the B. The Bonnets, Bradys. The Bradys. He was an architect. A lot of kids. Yeah. 
Um, God almighty. What about Nick, your your friend Nick, who has actually been abducted and had his nipples removed? Uh, yeah, Nick. Uh, boy, if you haven't heard that, that is an amazing story. Yeah. And I, I think more could be drawn from Nick. I think he should be, you know, maybe an update somewhere down the road here. Only because they come to us all the way from Marlis Park in Mumpuma, Sang, Mumpuma Longa. South Africa. Are you doing Thursday or today? You doing Wednesday or Thursday? Today, okay. uh, March 30. On this day, Mm -hmm. in 1844, Stillwater's first sawmill, owned by John McCusick, cut its first board. The start of over 60 years of milling in the city, Stillwater's mills cut primarily white pine, a wood prized for ornamental carving. Came right down the river. On this day in 1917, Mayor Louis A. Fritchie held a meeting at the New Ulm Armory in support of U.S. neutrality in World War I. Attendees sent a peace delegation to Washington, D.C., but the country did declare war in April. And on this day in 1924, prominent Minneapolis industrial Louis S. Gillette died at his winter home near Natchez, Mississippi. An 1876 graduate of the U of M with bachelor's degrees in both <coughs> excuse me, science and engineering, Gillette farmed for three years and then became involved in numerous businesses, including Gillette Herzog Manufacturing Company, later absorbed by U.S. Steel, and Minneapolis Steel and Machinery Company, at one time the largest industry in the state. And finally, not finally, on this day in 1930, March 30th, aviator James H. Jimmy Doolittle, Doolittle, touring with his Shell Oil Company plane, visited St. Paul. In 1942, Lieutenant Colonel Doolittle of the U.S. Army Corps would command the first air attack on Japan during World War II, leading 16 B-52 bombers, which had been prepped in St. Paul from the deck of the aircraft carrier Hornet. They took off off an aircraft carrier. Yeah, B-29s. Wheelbarrows. No, no, B-25s. B-25s. Wow. Wheelbarrows. Yeah. And finally, on this day in 1992, former Governor Harold Levander died at the age of 82. He was born in Sweet Home, Nebraska. Almost sounds like Sweet Home, Alabama. Levander served as governor from 1967 to 71. During that time, he led in the establishment of Minnesota's first state human rights department, a pollution control agency, and the Metropolitan Council for the Twin Cities area. I'm not sure any of those uh, uh, agencies have done anything good. Lavander also opposed establishing a state sales tax, but his veto was twice overridden. Well, do you like what the Metropolitan Council's up to? They're unelected. Yeah, they're the, aren't they the train people? You like the Pollution Control Agency establishing rules for uh, clean cars? What, are we going to start over and do a real show We're now, finally? Show. Yeah. Yeah. Thank on. you, Yellers. Hey, uh, Suchi Boy, um, yeah. Mr. FYI and I did a show today with the one Don McLean. All right, Crabby yeah. Coffee Shop. And uh, I talked about my love and my passion for really big, giant beavers. Um, you trap them? Sometimes. Depending on what you say. Okay, let's continue on here. Pod M. I'll have to give it a listen. Pod M N uh, will get you. Uh, uh, will get you the Krabby Coffee Shop. Also, uh, the Beer Show, whatever Reavers is calling it now, the Weekly Scramble, and so many more. Check I, out Pod M N. Speechless. First Back time now. ever he's been speechless. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Also, check out the online store at GarageLogic.com. 
What you got there is some quality stuff to wear. We'll catch you next time. Garage Logic, we out.